Welcome back. This is the Unknown Quarter, episode three of the Philosophy Podcast. I'm Ant. I'm joined by Topher. Topher, say hello. That's the signal that he's here. Um, okay. He only speaks in slurps <laughs> <Hello>. now. <laughs> he had a horrible accident. <laughs> hello. Uh, good to have you back. How you been? Um, just dandy. Dandy, thanks for having me. Dandy. I think we went over this last week about being fine and dandy. Or but oh, wait, ago. hold on. I'll, I'll change it up. Uh, today I'm dandy and fine. Uh, mm-hmm. awesome. I like to mix it up. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Topher, do you like basketball? Do I like basketball? Do I like, like now? It now. Now for the question, is that, do I like watching basketball? Do I like playing basketball? Or do I like baseball as a concept, as like a way of life? Yes. Okay. Um, I don't <laughs> watch basketball. I love mm-hmm. playing basketball, even though I mm-hmm. suck at football. And basketball, mm-hmm. if you look at it as a metaphor for life, you just see you're dribbling down the lane back and forth. I am nothing more for this philosophy. Hey, right. <laughs> so, Well, we're both white, so that probably speaks to some... I mean, you have a basic knowledge of basketball, basically. That's racist, but go on. <laughs> it's okay. Um, it's okay. It's fine. It's racist of white people. I mean, I mean, it's 70, the NBA is 70%, at least 70% black, so it's... I mean, I would look up actual statistics. I mean, I might not be the exact percentage point, but I think it's pretty then close. That, then that's a terrible point. Like, you, like let's... let's... Let's stick on the facts. We're, we're a show about facts and hard opinions, and that's not a good opinion. So, let's go. <laughs> I feel like most of the opinions on the show aren't good opinions. They, they aren't. So, uh, we're sticking to the same... Oddly, the first three episodes are taking place in roughly the same period of time. So, the first episode, we were in 1999. Second episode was 2001. This episode takes place in 2004. Uh, not really it's planned that, that way. Just the last pod. It's... Yeah, it's been it's been about um, nineteen years, roughly. Okay. We're jumping into our time machine of the sports universe. Do you hear that? That's the sound of time travel. Okay, so <laughs> the year was uh, two thousand and four. Now. The teams we're going to be looking at are the uh, Detroit Pacers. Detroit. Oh my God, I fucked up already. <laughs> the Detroit wait, Pistons. Wait, can we stop? Can we go on that time machine and fix it? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like I'm I'm trying to get a cat to come close. <laughs> so the uh, it's the uh, Detroit Pistons and the Indiana Pacers, and the event is being held at the Palace at. Auburn Hills, which is uh, what their stadium was called because it wasn't wasn't a palace, it was just an arena, but it took place in Auburn Hills, Michigan, um, where the Pistons used to play and no longer play. But So the Pistons and the Pacers during this time period were good team, pretty good teams. Uh, they both went deep into the playoffs. The Pacers were a team that over their history hadn't had a ton of success. They had like three ABA titles, which was before the NBA existed, essentially, or it was a different league. So there was an NBA, but they were in the ABA. They had no NBA titles. They only... 
the ABA actually brought about the three-point line and a couple other cool things, so they were important. Um, and the uh, Pacers, they made the finals in 2000, but they lost. Uh, and they were about near the end of their, their run of being a good team. So basically this year uh, was kind of like 2004-2005 season was their basically like last basic last good chance at a title. Um, whereas the Pistons were a bit different. They had won in 89 and 90 uh, titles, and uh, they actually recently won in 2004, the 2003-2004 season, they won the NBA Finals. Um, they beat the um, the Pacers in the Conference Finals on their way there. So, uh, between the two teams, but it, not... They weren't like historic rivals, like in that sense, at least. Uh, they it wasn't at least not yet. So this was November 9th, two thousand four. So this is early in the two thousand four two thousand five season. Um, the they were both the Pacers were at the Pistons, uh, the in the the Palace at Auburn Hills, which is you know they don't give they don't give arenas fancy titles anymore. Like you know, I'm pretty sure that the Pistons they now play in. I think they play in Little Caesars Arena. <laughs> so, I really wish that they, they played that sound whenever they scored a basket. <laughs> they could probably play Little Caesars if you get that. Pizza, pizza. But like, if you're scoring like ninety to hundred points a game, it's like <laughs> that's so hard. Pizza, 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 pizza. Little Caesars would have to probably pay them for that, haven't That would, yeah, I would, I would imagine. I would imagine. <laughs> so, yeah, so no more fancy arena names. So, this was a nationally televised game. The Pacers were 6-2. and two, The Pistons were 4-3. and three, Early season matchup. Some hype around it, you know. Uh, Eastern Conference Finals rematch. Things were, were pretty hype. So, um... a man uh, that was named Ron Artest, but is no longer that named won. Ron Artest. Did he, did he lose it's it a, in his bet? Um, I wish. I really wish that was... up and take his name? <laughs> Don't you hate when you, you get your ass beat and your name stolen? <laughs> uh, no, well, well, we'll skip forward for a sec here. In 2011, he changed his name to and you might have heard of him by this name, uh, Meta World Peace. Meta World. I don't know if that sounds familiar. He, well, he changed his name to Meta World Netflix. Peace. He said, changing my name was meant to inspire and bring youth together all around the world. Um, uh, and his uh, first name, Meta, is a traditional Buddhist word that means loving kindness and friendliness towards all. So um, so yeah, not not as not as exciting as you would think. Yeah. For a name like that, but but at this point in 2004, his name's his name's Ron Artest. So we'll 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 refer to him as that. Um, he was a six seven, two hundred and sixty pound, uh, small forward who played for the uh the Pacers. Got some Hello. Get difficulties going on here, and guys. You can hear me, dog. I couldn't hear I you. Talking. Yeah, and I stopped talking for a second, and then you you crumble under the pressure. 
No, I couldn't hear you for a while. I was like, I saying, know. I, I knew like my mic was set, so I could fucking do something. I'm <laughs> sorry. I couldn't. I couldn't hear you. I couldn't hear you. I know. I knew. I couldn't hear you. You were. Yeah, I didn't know you did that. <laughs> James, I'm hoping you're looking forward to this editing. I would make a timestamp now for the editing. Well, anyway, we'll. Great. Now James has me muted. Fucking cop fucker. <laughs> <laughs> You want to go, Cracker? Let's go. You want to do this shit? Let's go. Uh, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Come on. I'm just telling you, get a timestamp, you dickhead. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> timestamp. I will forget. Okay. Back to the story. I can't write it down, you stupid So uh, he was a 6'7", 260-pound small forward. Um, Wait, so he was hold, quite... Hold up, he was... Okay, ready? All right, now... All right, now... So he was a so Ron Artest, as he was known uh, for now, um, was a six seven two hundred sixty pounds small forward. So he was quite the large gentleman, but on the basketball court, that's like average size essentially. Um, so uh, late over six foot. So so basically, we're not gonna we don't really give a shit about the game itself, right? I don't really care. I'm not gonna describe to you like back and forth high scoring. Fuck that. Uh, we'll skip. We're all the way to 45 seconds left in the fourth quarter when the Pistons were leading 97 to 82. And in basketball, with that much little that little time left and that big of a lead, game's pretty much over. You have it in hand. Um, yeah. So Ron Artest was. Uh, he he fouled uh, Ben Wallace of the Pistons aggressively on a layup attempt. So at at that point in the game, I mean, it, it was just it was unnecessary. I mean, uh, the pist, you know, the the it, it was just kind of an unnecessary foul. He like slapped him across the back of the head, uh, um, which sounds funny, and I guess it kind of looked. I mean, it, it didn't look funny, I guess, but it kind of sounds funny. And I, you know, swap, swap the back of the head. Swap the beat up. Now Wallace didn't uh, enjoy that. He wasn't very happy with that. So he he decided that he would shove our test back. So give him a little shove, and then both teams quickly piled in and and you know separated each other. Kind of like how all these NBA fights go is like one guy jumps in to another guy and they push each other and they they throw like little slaps and stuff it's never anything like really serious yeah it, it, yeah it's nothing so they get um so uh our test uh decided to lay down you ever seen the on um, the scoring table it's kind of like it's it's like off just out of bounds on an nba court it's like a table where a bunch of guys sit yeah um so he decided to lay down on that <laughs> Um, to calm down, he laid down on it. He was following the advice he received from the um, the Pacers radio broadcaster, Mark Boyle, to just lay on the table and kind of talk for a bit. He was talking to him, but the mic was cut off, so we don't know what he was saying. Probably some inappropriate stuff, I would assume. God damn it, how dare, fucking dare he. I'll have you know what. <laughs> um, so the referees were discussing, you know, should we make, who should we eject, should we, you know, that kind of normal shit. Um, ben Wallace, again, he throws, he decides he's still upset, and he throws a towel at our test. Um, who didn't appreciate that either, and he was, he was, he got up, but he was, you know, held down by his coaches. Um, 
so at this point, things don't seem too out of the ordinary, maybe a little, uh, you know, obviously hotly contested. Um, gentlemen aren't happy with each other, um, but nothing too out of the ordinary. We see kind of a lot of situations like this in the NBA where just guys are ready to come to blows, but they don't actually fight. It's so the, uh, I hope, well, I don't judge. I don't judge if they do. Um, that would be a good way to wind Sorry, things that down. Was <laughs> <laughs> so the, sh the shot heard around the world, or in this case, a cup, a spectator threw a plastic cup at our test. Now, mind you, he's already pissed off and he has anger issues. So a, a dude I, I, throws a cup at him. I might. What? At Von Rottes, right? Yeah, he threw, a, a, fan, a random fan throws a cup at him. Yeah. This isn't like a, like a beer can. It's like a plastic cup, like a red solo yeah. cup or something. Yeah. Um, now, he turns around, and uh, he immediately uh, runs into the stands. Um, he, in the attempt to stop him, um, the guy, Mark Boyle, the radio broadcaster, um, tried to um, to stop him, and of course, like I said, he's 6'7", 260 pounds, and the radio broadcaster is just a radio broadcaster, so he's like normal. And um, he got trampled and suffered five fractured vertebrae and a gouge in his head for his troubles. So, maybe not the greatest idea? <laughs> um, yeah, probably. The interesting part about this is that uh, he, so after trampling the team's radio broadcaster, <laughs> um, he immediately, he grabbed basically the, uh, the first, the first fan that he saw, um, which happened like to be the, kid, not right? the, no, it was, a, it was like an adult. It was like, a, it was like a regular guy. The problem was that he grabbed the wrong guy. Yeah. So the guy that threw the cup was not the guy that he grabbed. <laughs> Um, and if you watch the video, the guy that, that like, they're both kind of laughing, and then, like, he, they see him coming up, and the guy that gets grabbed, his face immediately goes from laughter to, like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, like, so, like he, I don't know how tall, tall, I don't know how tall the, the guy, the spectator was, but he had to be, like, just my size or something, or, like, regular size. So, insignificant. Um, yeah, that's a bit hurtful, but yeah, you you got the spirit, yeah. <laughs> um, Steven Jackson of the Pacers um, follows and then decides he wants to get in on the action, and he punches another fan in the face for throwing another drink at our test. So another guy decided it would be a good idea to throw a drink at the already pissed off man. So then he gets punched in the face by another player. <laughs> More players enter the seats to get Artest and Jackson, while fans begin throwing more stuff at the players and running onto the court. So at this point, it, it's pretty bad. Um, and and mind you, I'll remind you, this was a nationally televised game, so oh, the yeah. entire nation was watching this. <laughs> They're just watching Ron Artest um, like clapping bitch after bitch. He's just clapping <laughs> bitches, yeah. Just clapping, like, dude. For supposedly yeah, throwing cups of water at him. I mean, they did. They definitely did. But he just he happened to grab the wrong the wrong fellow. Um, With no evidence. <laughs> it's, this is not how our legal system works, Monarch Test. Get your shit together. Yeah, 
you know, Topra, something tells me in that moment he wasn't worried about the uh, the repercussions of the judicial system. You know? <laughs> I'm saying he was a stupid man, but uh, at that moment, he was probably seething with rage, I think is the correct term to use. Uh, so our test got back onto the courts um, where he was confronted by two more fans. And again, why anybody would want to go up to him at this point is amazing, but they did. Um, one of whom he unsurprisingly punched. <laughs> there was a lot of punching wow. going on. It's like, shit, I'm already two in the hole. <laughs> like, <laughs> there was, so there was two of them. The other one that didn't get punched tried to intervene and both of them fell over. Um, when one one of the fans got up, I think it was the guy that originally got punched. Um, the Pacers, another Pacers player, Jermaine O'Neal, got a running start and punched him in the jaw. <laughs> Who? Who's uh, the punching? fan? The fan. Oh. Okay. So the okay. fan that got punched the first time got up and then got punch, sucker punched in the jaw by an NBA player, um, which caused the fan to slip on a puddle, I guess, of some spilled drink, or maybe his own piss, who knows. A cup um, of water! <laughs> Dude, that would get some evidence. Who threw that cup of water at me? <laughs> um, it caused him to slip on a puddle and fall backwards, which some feared may have killed him, which it didn't, but... At the moment, it looked like you just killed a dude because he slipped backwards after getting punched in the face and could have yeah, fractured his skull or something. Mind I you, this is an NBA court. This is a hardwood floor. Yeah, it gets insane. <laughs> um, Jermaine later said that the whole situation was about 20 times worse than what it looked like on TV. Um, now, again, mind you that this is a nationally televised game, so the commissioner of the NBA, David Stern... Uh, who died recently, so R.I.P. Um, he was watching on TV, and he said, holy expletive. Now, I'm going to go ahead and take a guess that he probably said shit, but we don't really know for sure. At least I don't know for sure. Um, but maybe he said, holy Toledo. Oh, my. I mean, like, think of it this way. Like, like you, you're basically displaying your product on TV to, like, a national audience and dudes start going into the stands and punching fans in the face, it's not a, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. I mean, it does sound like a pretty good look to me. I mean, if you're the WWE, maybe, but... Yeah. Vaughn <laughs> sports I mean, genre. We'll get to that eventually. Hey. I'm sure I'll dig up a good uh, WWE episode at some point. Um... So, yeah, so he said, holy shit, essentially. Um, Pistons fans were not, were not pleased. They booed the Pacers players and pelted them with stuff. Like, you know, the typical food, drinks, a uh, folding chair, you know, that kind of thing. Capitalism. And actually, it almost hit uh, the guy, Jermaine O'Neal, from earlier. It didn't hit him, the metal chair, but it almost did. <laughs> I, I I have a feeling I I believe that if you did get in the WWE, like, I know it's a folding like, chair, chair fucking... <laughs> dude's getting punched watch in the out, face. Watch like, out, watch out. I have a feeling if you got hit with that chair, there might have been a, a second like another stands chair? brawl, another going into the stands and punching dudes in the face. 
Dude, um, I would immediately have armed myself with a chair if that escalated. Armed? <laughs> well, there were plenty of them lying around. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely grab the one closest to Ronald's side. So <laughs> I'm not going anywhere near that dude. <laughs> he is just, he's just like a fury of punches See, just in every direction. Of them? That dude's got reach. Imagine a chair. Boom. Four extra <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I see. I'm, I'm such a wimp that if I tried it, he'd probably just grab it immediately as I was swinging it and just shove it on my ass yeah, or something. I would have a little bit of intimidation just due to my size, but I think I would be in the same boat. <laughs> so, um, uh, Larry Brown, uh, who was the coach of the Pistons, uh, he got on the loudspeaker and he tried to speak to the fans basically saying, hey, can you calm down? Can you chill, guys? And they were like, uh, no. They all said that in unison. They all said no at the same time. Is that is that not believable? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's believable. <laughs> I mean, I might be completely lying, but, you know, it would be funny if they all just stopped and said, no. So the police, uh, eventually the police had to swarm into the arena to end the situation because essentially people were just doing whatever they wanted. Um, in the locker room, uh, Ron Artest asked uh, Stephen Jackson uh, if he thought, this is what he said, if he thought the players would get in trouble. To which uh, Jackson responded, Trouble? Wait, you signed it. Are you serious? Trouble? We'll be lucky if we have a freaking job. <laughs> and from that, you can kind of conclude that Artes was was not right in the mind in that situation because he just punched several fans in the face. I don't know how you could you could not think that you're going to get some sort of hefty punishment after this. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm like sure, a normal even dude. If, like you weren't, even if you weren't like in like the NBA or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, you, you would get. I mean, I mean, yeah, sure. If somebody threw a drink on you randomly in public, you probably would have some right to kick their ass. But eventually, like, you'd probably go overboard and face some punishment yourself. I mean, especially if you were doing it while you're at your job, which yeah. he was technically, you know, in uniform and everything. In uniform. Uh, so in total. <laughs> In total, nine spectators were injured and two were taken to the hospital. No deaths or anything. Uh, would have been... Yeah, damn it. Shit. We have yet to have a, a, a fatality during this pod, but mm, I can't rule it out that we won't have one in the future. <laughs> Hopefully it's one of us. <laughs> Tofu, hello? Or are you... Uh-oh. Ah, dead. Uh, so, in the end, the NBA suspended nine players in total, a combined 146 games, 137 for the Pacers and nine for the Pistons players. Um, Artes was especially harshly punished, as you can imagine, because he punched many people. Uh, he missed the remainder of the season, which, mind you, this is in November. So, there were 73 oh, yeah. more regular season games yeah. to go. Holy shit. Including 13 playoff games that the Pacers would eventually play. 
Uh, and of course, they didn't w end up winning that year. Uh, Artes lost almost five million in salary, and the combined suspended player total of salary loss is around eleven million dollars. Um, which I didn't bother to do the inflation math because I'm sure it's probably gone up in the last sixteen years. I was, but I was. It's still a hefty sum of money to say the least. Um, so yeah, I mean, a, a huge chunk of the, the, I mean, the Pistons, the Pacers were lost a huge chunk of their team and good players, you know, I mean, these weren't, I mean, Artest was a good player at that time, you know, everybody that got suspended, I mean, they're, they're all important players, you know, so it ended up hurting them. Um, the Pistons and Pacers next game was on December 25th, which was won by the Pistons and sadly no fights. It was Christmas day and they were celebrating Jesus. True story. Yeah, everyone's forgetting about Saint Nick. Who full who rose out of the chimneys to help people. Yes, he rose again from the chimneys to give Easter eggs to all the good boys and girls. <laughs> so, um the Pistons and Pacers did meet in the two thousand and five playoffs in the second round. Nothing notable really happened, sadly. The Pistons won, but they eventually lost to the Spurs in the finals. Uh, many Pacers players believe that the suspensions cost them a chance at the title, um, which is probably pretty accurate. Um, fun fact, the Pacers had this like veteran, uh, Reggie Miller, on the team. He was like this excellent three-point shooter. Didn't win it. He widely, I think he's in the Hall of Fame. He's a very, very good player. But this was probably like his last chance at a title on the Pacers. And... All the Pacers had to do was not get into a massive brawl, and their chances of winning would have been very good, but, uh, nope. Of course, that happened. And... It, it happened to be one of the biggest brawls in NBA history, and, uh, include, that one that included the fans, and, um, their chances at a title were pretty much, uh, done. Because, again, they lost Artest for the remainder of the season, so he wasn't coming back at all. And, you know, with the with the other players that were suspended temporarily, they weren't able to get a certain, you know, their seating wasn't very high, so. I would imagine all in all, not a good situation. Punched, changed his team. Oh, no, yeah, would you uh, still, if, if, like, say if, like, you were, like, if you got punched in the face by, like, Carson Wentz, would you still like to Yeah. I mean, that, that dude's a very righteous dude. I would have to do something that really pissed him off. Like, to, for him to yeah, punch me like, in the face. No, like, just imagine the same circumstances. Like me, Tofu. I throw a red cup at, at Carson Wentz. And Carson well, Wentz I think the color of the cup matters, but... <laughs> I, think I hate red. red. <laughs> Carson fucking charges like a bull because he's all red cup. And, and like, from the 40-yard line, he comes into the stands and he fucks us up. And mind you, we all have good tickets. So this guy's gunning for you. That's we scary, all have good dude. Tickets, so we fucking did you. And you'll still be like, but I feel like you would be more like amazed by the set of circumstances and just be like, man, I was tackled by Carson Wentz. Dude, this if he awesome. went through all that effort to just kick my ass, I, I, I'd respect him more, probably. Because <laughs> yeah, that so. takes a lot of. He'd probably be suspended for like a year or something for that shit. <laughs> I think it would be suspended even more, <laughs> because like, it, like the amount of 
consistency of the joke. You had to choose the most like righteous religious dude in the NFL. <laughs> dude, like, dude, he he's righteous. He believes in justice, and he wants justice for himself. He was falsely <laughs> hit by his red cop for no reason. <laughs> Uh, so, so interestingly, um, if we flash back to earlier, so one of the dudes that, that confronted Artest and he punched him in the face on the court, and the dude that also got running punched in the face and the jaw, um, was a guy that was not really, I think he was either banned from the arena or, like, he was notorious because he was bragging about how he wanted to fight an NBA player so he could receive compensation. So there probably was a reason why he confronted Artest on the court, because he was like, now's my chance. Uh, I'm not sure if he did receive financial compensation, but I don't know if he was worth They probably kept it off the table since he didn't go, he probably didn't go to court about it because they probably gave him a good amount. Uh, I, I would imagine that there's better ways of making money than getting sucker punched by a, a man that's, that's much larger than you. Just I mean, for idea. the right price, I would let it happen. Yeah, but I mean, you also got to go through like legal bullshit too, you know? I feel like it would just be easier to invent something. Get offered a check, be like, I take you back. You you take me backstage. You offer me an amount. I'm like, I mean, better than better than twenty years of dealing with fucking legal shit. With like, you also have to like make sure you're in the right place at the right time for something like this to happen. Because this shit never happens in the NBA. I mean, I mean, they they've had like incidents where fans have like said some mean shit to players, but, like, nothing like this bad since. So, um, obviously you would imagine, you can imagine that, um, the NBA decided to update the rules a little bit after something like this. <laughs> because, because, uh, nationally televising a gigantic brawl will, um, absolutely make you say, mm, maybe we gotta fix some stuff. Especially when the commissioner is watching. So, the rule changes. Uh, the NBA, since then, uh, updated their security guidelines requiring teams to hire more experienced security guards to the games. Instead of just random police and... Oh yeah, instead of like a trained officer, we get like well, actual trained people. No, I mean, I, I think there, were only, there weren't that many officers in the building that night either, I believe. But like, even then, like, I mean, you can just have like a fat cop just chilling there, you know, and then let's see. Throw his donut really, at somebody. Really wow, wow. Fucking pigs. I mean, I'm pretty sure, besides for the combat experience, I'm pretty sure anybody in the NBA is only more athletic like a cop. Uh, I would say so. Unless you're like I mean, uh, I mean, NBA player by day, cop like by that, night. But... <laughs> He's the basketball cop. Stealing the ball on the court, catching people who steal off the court. Great, great idea. We got to do this. Shit, we said it on the pod. Now it's gonna get stolen. I blame you. So, um, they restricted, they also restricted the size, um, of a cup you could have, which was 24 ounces, I believe. Um, 
and the number of alcohol drinks sold per individual customer, which was shrunk to just two. So you can only get two drinks per customer. Fuck that, dude. I'm looking at a flask. I mean, you... And a silly now this... Silly straw. <laughs> Imagine like sipping a, a beer out of your silly straw drink and then you throw it at a fucking NBA player. Dude, what I just. I'm my silly There's two types of people those who drink from silly straws and those who don't. And those who stab with silly <laughs> Imagine like being killed by a silly straw. Uh, I. It's a good way to go, I would think. But, like, imagine, like, they can't get it out, so, like, when they're at your funeral, it's an open casket, and there's just a green silly straw sticking out of your chest. Dude, just imagine, just imagine you get stabbed with a silly straw in the waist, and you hear it before you die. Is... is this, like, Dracula? Yes. He drinks your blood I with a silly straw. I want to your blood! But, for but fun! <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, alcohol sales were also banned during the fourth quarter, which surprisingly, I'm surprised that that wasn't already a thing by 2004, but it wasn't. So dudes are just, I mean, I don't know how much of an effect that has. Cause like you could just get loaded on drinks up to the third quarter and then just be wasted for the whole fourth. So, I mean, I'm sure it helps a little bit, but probably not like a ton. And uh, the NBA also initiated a nine-point code of conduct for fans, which, you know, of course, if I give you a code of conduct, I'm sure you're absolutely going to. Yeah. Now, since then, nothing, nothing, I mean, even close to this has happened, so I guess it worked. Maybe. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean there's such a thing as pre-gaming, and it all depends on the person's ass. I mean, people love to, like, but tailgate in the parking lot during games. games, before games, so. Wait, what? I mean, people love tailgating before games anyway. Yeah. It's cheaper. Especially Philadelphia fans. <laughs> oh, yeah. They made a fucking yeah. Which is kind of funny when you think about it. Nothing like this bad has ever happened at, like, a Philadelphia like event. Like, obviously, there's, like, the... The snowball and Santa Claus thing, which happened back in like the late 60s, which we will get to on this pod. I uh, will oh. delve deep into that. But that's going to be our Christmas Maybe episode. That'll, uh... That'll be our Christmas episode. Oh. Because it, uh, it makes well, sense. I'm supposed to April, be a surprise, yeah. damn it. Watch your calendar. Watch your calendar, Yeah, I, I haven't chosen next week's yet, um, but we'll get to it. Um, so. Basically, this is the epilogue. The Pacers would go on to have some down years, and they kind of had a resurgence in the early 2010s. If you remember, they were always like battling the Miami Heat, LeBron James, and they would always lose. Yeah. But they were they were good teams. Little side um, check it. Uh, Christmas is yeah. on a Friday, and we post the pods on Friday. Awesome. So we can have it just in time so for Christmas. Because we ain't going to yeah. record on Christmas, but we'll get to that when we get to that. If the pod still exists by then, hey, we did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the Pistons, basically, after they won their title the year before, they haven't really done anything since. I mean, they really struggled, not really having any success at all, like playoff success 
virtually none. Uh, Ron Artest was in the Pacers. He actually played until uh, he was, I believe, he was the last player in the NBA. There's actually everybody that was involved in this brawl is no longer playing because uh, that's how long ago it was. Ron Artest was the last one. He retired in 2017. Which we got, if we're going to talk about 2017 version of him, we have to call him Metal World Peace. So Metal World Peace retired in 2017 when he was he played for the Lakers then, uh, and that was it. Uh, so basically both teams just went down the toilet for the most part, except for the Pacers, but then they went back in the toilet and then they reemerged again. Uh, and they're currently like a decent team. Like Harambe, RIP. And I wish Harambe was in this brawl. Nobody throwing a drink at Harambe. I would grant it. I mean, if a giant fucking gorilla was involved in any fight, I'm pretty sure those tables would <laughs> shift dramatically. I mean, someone threw a bullet at him, but, you know, that was... We don't talk about that. He fucking threw a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Pia. All right, Pia. I didn't know how this. I didn't think this episode would end with Harambe, but it did. All all episodes should end with Harambe. Starting. Uh, but that was it. This one was actually the one. The, this is only the third episode of this, but it was the one I feel like that was least focused on the actual game. Um. Funnily enough, this event has a name, and it's also this name name of this episode because it's just such a great name. It's called the Malice at the Palace. The Malice at the Palace. The Malice at the Palace. Because it took place at the Palace at Auburn Hills, which is the name of the stadium, and there was a Malice. Malice means they they team. They, no, there was a lot I, of anger. I understood the word before. Ma- malice, yeah, Malice. Yeah, it's clever. It's pretty yeah, well known, but. I mean, yeah, like I said, there's video of this whole event that I highly encourage you to check out whenever you get the chance because it's just so great. Uh, they, like, the, the, the announcer reactions are like, what's going on here, you know? Because <laughs> nobody had seen anything like that before, you know? So they were like, what uh, the hell? I mean, they, they fought, but they didn't go Fight into the stands and punch fans in the face. <laughs> Uh, those were the days. I mean, they could still settle it and smash in the early 2000s. They can just top on the GameCube. Yeah. Actually, that's that's going to be a new rule. You must settle it and smash if you have a dispute in the NBA. Like, they'll stop the whole game and they'll bring out a TV and you'll play yeah, on you that. play NBA Jam. Oh, shit. That's, that's tight, bro. That's fucking epic. That's badass. (laughs) So our first non-football pro basketball episode. Um, Not sure what next episode will be. It could be any sport. It could be any sport. And I'm going to try to move on from this era of the early 2000s to maybe one where we weren't alive yet. Because there hasn't, like, there's been weird stuff that's happened in our lifetime. But I feel like the juicy stuff happened before we were alive. Um, so that was it. That's the episode. That's the whole story. What did you think? Uh, I thought it was a nice story. I, even though I do remember hearing the story, but I I thought like I thought of it differently. Like I, I knew hmm. that someone hit Ron Rattes with a couple. Yeah. The only thing I did. Well, it was a couple. Did you say a couple water? That's what I was told. 
It was not a couple. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know that for sure, but I'm going to assume that a dude that had the balls to throw a cup of something at an NBA player was not drinking water. <laughs> H2O. What, you say people that drink water don't have balls? I mean, I got to be honest with you. I mean, I've never in my life drank water and then thought, yeah, you know what? I'm going to do something ballsy right now. I mean, I mean, usually it, it's it's al- it's always alcohol. It's always the thing that inspires you to do some dumb shit. Always. So I can only assume that that's what was thrown at him. I don't know. I guess I don't know that for certain, but I can only assume that's what happened. Um, I believe Ron Artest uh, at the time, Ron Artest, currently Metal World Peace, um, apologized to the fan that he punched by mistake, the guy that didn't throw the cup, but he still punched him anyway. Um. But so they, did they, the they, guy that threw the cup, did he get punished at all? Um, I don't know. Maybe. I, I think he, I I think he, he might have. A lot of fans got got into the ruckus there, so I'm sure I'm sure he probably was hurt in some way. But he was probably, I think he was banned from the arena, though. Um, all the ones that were caught were kicked out of the arena, of course, and probably banned for life. And I assume that extended, because they don't play in that arena anymore. They play in Little Caesars Arena now, so... um. I would hope, you know, pizza, pizza. I, I would just like, like, if that was the current arena and that should happen, I would just keep pressing the pizza, pizza button until they stopped because eventually they would just get annoyed. So, that is, uh, that is this week's episode The Malice of the Palace, one of the most infamous NBA fights ever, and probably ever will be. I don't think there's going to be one that's going to top that because. Guys know if they go into the, fan, the stands to fight fans, they're going to get suspended for the rest of the year. And guys like playing and making money, so they don't want to do that. Uh, yeah. Fans are still assholes, know. you know, but... Well, yeah. like you. I mean, personally, some fans should be punched in the face. I am under that, that notion that personally, they should. Personally, everyone should be punched in the face. Yeah, I think at least once in their life, every young man and woman should be punched in the face. Great way to end it off. Uh, I'm Ant, this is Tover, this is the Unknown Quarter, episode three. We'll be back in two weeks with the next episode. This is a bi-weekly pod, of course. So, we'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe. Check out the other... uh, mini pod episodes um the right tracks as well as our main pod which is just the philosophy pod uh with just new episodes of that every week um we have on social media at philosophy pod and on facebook philosophy podcast on facebook um follow us there share social media please so we can keep making episodes like this for the good peoples and just like you for your good ears for your good clean ears that aren't filled with fucking wax right now you dirty bitch wow (laughs) So we can keep our editor paid, so we can keep making Thank you very much for, ju- for watching. For just one sub a day, you can feed our editor, James. Uh, um, and maybe visit our page. You guys are trash, you know that? Do, do we have that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, send us money anyway. <laughs> send money trash. to James's house. James's Please. house, North Carolina. I need it. It's located at B... Elm Street. Give me the money. James, insert a truck noise. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.